Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 351 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. All right, here's today's question from Pim. Hey, Pat, my name is Pim Stichter, and I'm from the Netherlands. My question today is, how can you interact with people that land on your sales page? Is there a plugin, a software, or a way so you can ask them questions and to figure out why my sales page is not converting yet? Um, this is the situation I'm in. One year ago, I did everything everybody's telling. I validated my ID. Uh, got my first nine customers without having a product or service or a website or whatsoever. Uh, my product is a smoothie recipe ebook, and I sold that to nine girls between in their 20s and 30s. They got me real money on my bank account, and I bought the hosting and domain name from it, created my first WordPress website, um, created an ebook, created a sales page with optimized press plugin 2.0. And bought some Facebook ads directly targeted to my audience. I got 300 visits now from those ads, but nobody seems to buy the product, and I don't know why. I think I did a really great job on it, so there must be something wrong, and I would love to interact with the audience that is not buying yet. Um, hopefully, you could answer this so it could help me and other people as well. I love what you're doing. Keep on doing that, and hope to hear from you soon. Bye-bye. Pim, thank you so much for the question today. I really appreciate it. Now, there's a few sub-questions here within this overall arching question of why is your sales page not converting? And we can go into some strategies in order to help you dig deep and figure out why. But the first question you actually asked was, is there any way to interact with your audience? Now, it's going to be difficult to interact with your audience who are live on your sales page if you are trying to figure out why they're not buying. The best thing to do is ask your audience perhaps track people, people who have either subscribed to a list and didn't buy after a certain call to action. You can email those people. You could survey those people later, and that way you can get clear answers from people who had been on your page and ask them, why didn't you buy? That's a legit thing to do as long as you know that those people visited your page. It's tough to do to do this kind of live while they're on the page, but there is a tool you can use to interact live with your audience as well, which a lot of people use as a selling tool. When people are on your site, they're obviously somewhat interested. And when you can get on a chat with them, you can use the chat feature to sell. And a lot of times that helps make people feel a little bit better because they know there's a real life person on the other end. Their questions get answered, in which case they'd be more likely to purchase. There's a tool out there that I know a lot of people use called Olark, O-L-A-R-K, Dot com. Now, there's a number of other different live chat features, but what happens is if you are a potential customer, you come to a website that uses Olark, and there's a little feature on the bottom right-hand side, a little tab that may pop up and have a little message like, hey, welcome to the site. Do you have any questions about topic X or whatever? Or it might be a tab that people can click on to ask a question if they have one. And so Again, that resource is olark.com, O-L-A-R-K.com. Now, 300 people visiting your sales page and not having one convert, I think you need to do a little bit more testing. Not to say that you can't 
start to dig deep and figure out why people aren't converting because obviously you'd want some people within a visitor range of 300 to convert. And if our if there are no conversions, you know that it's not working very well. But it's also a small sample size, especially if you've just run one campaign. Now, you mentioned a little bit about your target audience in terms of the gender and ages, but there's a lot more to what goes into a target audience. What is their what are their interests? What do they need help with? What do they you know all those sorts of things? Where are they located? And that's another thing that I'm not sure if you're doing yet. Are you locating influencers, for example, who have a number of people in your target audience already? You said this was a a, a recipe food guide, I believe, an ebook, uh, which is great, and those sell very well if they are marketed properly, of course, but also if they're targeting the right target niche. For example, I know a lot of recipe guides who are killing it with paleo recipe guides or there's the vegan recipe guides or there's ones that are specific for crock pots using specific tools in cooking. And those women are actually doing a really great job, the crock pot women. Uh, I, I don't remember their website exactly, but but they're questioning it because they have a specific spin and angle that a lot of people talk about and a lot of people share via word of mouth. But also, it's pretty clever, and the positioning within the recipe sort of world has done really well for them. And I would hope that yours is doing it too. I don't know because you didn't mention kind of what your food ebook recipe book was all about. But when you niche down, it's a lot easier to pitch. It's a lot easier to get not just pitch to your potential customers, but pitch to another influencer who could then share your product with their audience as well. So that's another thing. Now, with the customers that you do have, again, you validated the idea. How did you validate those ideas? How did you get nine customers? That, that's what my question is. Were they people that you knew already? Were they people that you did ads for? Were they people that you, I don't know. I don't know. But whoever they are, reach out to them. If possible, get on a Skype call or a phone call with them and offer to you know, chat with them for a little bit. Say it would be very helpful for the future of your book and what you'd like to do with it because you just have a few questions about who they are and what, what they like about the book. And also you can ask them during that conversation, well, what, what was it about the book that made you want to get it? What made you actually pull out your credit card and want to buy it? That type of thing would be really helpful to understand because then you would know and then you can make sure to do that or find people who are like that. And again, it's not just the age range and not just the gender. I mean, those things are important, but now, you know, audience type is more than just an age and a gender. It's likes, dislikes, what are they going through? What are their biggest problems? And finding out where those kinds of people hang out together, not just on Facebook, but like I said, in other spaces online, forums, who are those influencers? Look at podcasts. Try to become a guest on those podcasts uh, who have that particular audience. There's a lot of things you can do. But again, getting down to converting sales, the best thing you could do is try to see exactly what those people are doing. Because yes, you can have a conversation and they could say one thing, but they might act another way. Um, you know, you want to see what people are doing. How do you do that? Well, there's a few ways to do it. There is a tool called crazyegg.com, crazyegg.com, spelled just like it sounds. And that tool will give you a number of various tools, confetti maps, heat maps, and stuff to see what people are clicking on, what parts of the page people are on the most. Uh, those types of things are very important. You may also want to check out something called clicktail. C-L-I-C-K, 
T-A-L-E, tale as in story, because what it does is it helps you understand exactly how your audience is on that page because it actually records them anonymously. And you actually see the mouse and where it goes and you see how and where on the page they scroll and you're able to validate whether or not they are actually going to the places you want them to go to. Now, there's a lot of components of a sales page that matter in terms of sales. And so I hope that you're also split testing. You're split testing the headline. You're split testing perhaps even the pricing. You're split testing even the the copy around the buttons and the call to actions and all those sorts of things. So it's it's really interesting. This is a really interesting question because to answer the question, why is your sales page not converting? It could be one of several types of things, but only a few things are going to actually give you the truth. And that is talking to the people who have purchased and if possible, talking to the people who have not, although I don't believe that it's going to be very easy to track the people unless you're doing some retargeting or things like that. But, at the same time, you also have the ability using these different tools to see how people are using those sales page, that sales page. Now, one thing I would recommend is perhaps not sending people directly from Facebook to a sales page, which can get pretty expensive, but sending people directly to a webinar registration where they can first build that relationship with you first. I mean, that's really what has been working lately is not going to the cold sale because they're buying from somebody who they don't know yet. But first, getting to know that person, you could still use Facebook, and yes, it'll first be a cold relationship at first until you warm them up in an email sequence or you warm them up in a webinar, and then you pitch your ebook. Your conversions will be much higher. Obviously, you can, can't get any lower than zero, but again, you want to test these things, see how they work out, and that's where I would recommend going and trying the – uh, the the idea of building a relationship first and proving what it is that you have to offer, even sharing a little bit of your book first, giving away a little bit for free, a lot of great value, which would blow people away and want them to get more. So that that's how I would recommend going about it, Pim. So if anybody else out there has any suggestions or ideas for Pim, use the hashtag AskPat351. We can all follow along on Twitter, and you can leave your suggestions for Pim there. Again, hashtag AskPat three five one and so pim i hope that answers your question give you a couple tools to check out first tool that we mentioned was olark for live chat the next one was crazy egg for seeing how people use the page and getting a lot of great data around that you could see heat maps for example the red areas are the people that people are on the most or this is what they're clicking on most and here's what's cold and blue and what people aren't seeing at and then there's also the other tool that, that i mentioned called clicktail.com click t-a-l-e dot com so hopefully that helps pim thank you so much an ask pat t-shirt is headed your way you get an email from my assistant in the next couple weeks to collect your information so we could send that over to you wherever you're at thanks so much and i'd like to end with a quote today from seth godin he says people rarely buy what they need they buy what they want mm. so on that sales page you got to really make sure that what you have to offer is exactly what they want. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks, guys. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects 
That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers. Cheers.